and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's Monday the 5th of September 2016, and here in my part of the UK, it is a miserable, overcast and wet day. But do I feel miserable, wet and overcast? Well, not a bit of it, because... Hey, I get to do one of my favourite things of the day, which is talk to you. So uh, thank you very much indeed for listening. It, it's a highlight of my day, and I hope I can make it a highlight of yours. Today, though, I need to start with a bit of a warning. Seeing as how it's Monday morning, I'm going to talk about motivation, because a lot of people don't feel very motivated on a Monday morning. And I'm going to talk about limiting beliefs, because a lot of people are limited by those limiting beliefs. Before I get started, I need to tell you, I need to warn you that I'm going to use a couple of examples. They're not my examples. They're examples that I've stolen from other people, one of whom I know who it was and the other I can't for the life of me remember. So forgive me. But these examples are very graphic and some might even say in bad taste. So they're certainly shocking. They're certainly shocking. Now, I'm not saying that for shock value. I'm not a shock jock. I've never heard a shock jock guy, so maybe I am. I don't know. I don't listen to that sort of stuff. But they're deliberately shocking, but not to outrage. They're deliberately shocking to move you outside your comfort zone. Now, if you're not up for that, that's fine. Don't listen to this one. Seriously, don't listen to this one, because the last thing I want to do is upset you. I want to motivate you by all means. I know that sometimes shock can be demotivating, and that's the last thing I want to do. However, If you've uh, strapped on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and you're ready for this, let's go. Now, after that big build-up, maybe you're thinking this is going to be dreadful. It's not. It's not, I promise you. But if you really think about the examples I give you, well, you'll see why, at least with me, they really cut to the core. So, the first example, it's about motivation. And there is a great speaker. He actually bills himself as the world's only demotivational speaker. I must admit, I don't agree with everything he says, but hey, he's a smarter guy than me, so who am I to argue? Uh, It's a guy named Larry Wingert. Now, if you get a chance, and if you're happy being moved outside your comfort zone, that comfort zone, that's an awfully overused phrase, but if you're really happy being somebody getting under your skin and telling you like it is, seek out Larry Wingert. He's got some great recordings out there, some great books out there, some great videos out there. Check him out. But Larry Wingert says, Motivation. The best motivation is negative motivation. And by that he means we're more motivated by discomfort than we are by the hope of something good in the future. We're far more motivated by our own discomfort. He uses examples which I quite buy into to prove that very point. He says, look, if you're sitting down in front of your favourite film, your favourite TV show or whatever, the chances are you will not move in your seat until you become uncomfortable. The only time you change position is when you're uncomfortable. You know, I buy that. That's certainly true for me. It's not until I feel uncomfortable that I'll actually move about in my seat and and, and find a more comfortable position. But it's not the seeking of the more comfortable position that motivates me. It's the avoidance of discomfort. Does that make sense? So... What else does he say? Sticking with the TV theme, he says that his favourite TV character is Jack Bauer from 24. Now, if you haven't haven't seen that before, trust me, Jack Bauer, you want him on your side. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Now, what he says is, look, 
just imagine that Jack Bauer has found the terrorist. He's captured the terrorist, but somewhere there is a, a nuclear bomb which is triggered to go off at a certain point in the future. And this terrorist knows exactly where that is. He says, right, just imagine if Jack Bauer sits down the terrorist and says, um, tell you what, if you tell me where that bomb is, I'll give you a fortnight in Hawaii. All paid, everything, drinks on the house, whatever you want, everything will be laid on for you. Two whole weeks in Hawaii, just tell me where the bomb is. Do you think he'd get it out of him? No. But if he leaned in real close to the terrorist and said, look, tell me where that bomb is. Because if you don't, in the next five minutes, I'm going to cut your fingers off one by one. And I'm going to feed them to you until you tell me where it is. Which one of those two do you think is more motivating? <laughs> I certainly know which one I'd... <laughs> I would spill the beans. <laughs> I would tell him where that bomb was, no problem whatsoever. In fact, I'd tell him stuff that he hadn't even asked. So Larry's saying the real thing is, it's the avoidance of discomfort. And if you're really uncomfortable, you will move heaven and earth. You will do whatever it takes to avoid that discomfort. So what was the other thing that we were going to talk about? Oh yeah, limiting beliefs. A lot of people when they're considering their position, when, when they're saying, I really don't like where I am, they are uncomfortable in their job, whether they hate their job, whether they just tolerate their job, or whether they just know that there's something better that they could be doing with their time. A lot of people will be limited by the belief that, hey, other people can do that, but I can't. I just wouldn't know where to start. I wouldn't know how to go about creating um, the life that I'm supposed to, to live, uh, about living my life on purpose, about creating that significance. I haven't the first clue on how to start, and therefore I won't. I will stick with what I know. I will just get my head down, get through the week, and that will do me. Now, that is dreadful, because they're wrong in that assumption. They're wrong in limiting themselves in that way. And here's the other example that I want to give. And this, for me, was incredibly shocking. It shocked me to the core. I, it really did. So again, I will warn you, if you don't want to hear it, click away now, listen to the next episode or go back and listen to some past episodes because this is far different from the sort of stuff that you'll normally hear from me. And I heard this at an event and I cannot for the life of me remember which speaker it was who said it. I'd give them credit um, so I could say, look, it's their fault that you're shocked right now. But here's what they said. Just imagine I came to you and said, I want £100,000 or $100,000 from you by the end of the month. What would you say? Well, first off, you'd probably say no. But second, you say, well, I don't have $100,000. don't have £100,000 and I wouldn't even know how to get it. By the end of the month? Are you crazy? But what if they said, I want $100,000 or £100,000 from you by the end of the month. And by the way, I've just kidnapped your child. And if I don't get it, you'll never see that child again. What would your answer be then? You'd get the 100000 wouldn't you? There's no two ways about it. If your child's life depended on it, you would get that £100,000 well within that month. No questions asked. I know I would. 
But here's the real question. Between the first request, just give me 100,000 by the end of the month, and the second request, give me 100,000 by the end of the month or you'll never see your child alive again. Did you become smarter? Did you get more skills? Did you become more talented? Did you suddenly know more people of influence? Well, no, you, you didn't, did you? It's just th this paradigm shift. It's just this shift in your beliefs. You suddenly become absolutely certain, confident, sure that you would get that 100,000 by the end of the month. And nothing would stop you doing it. So why does it take that sort of horrible, terrible threat, every parent's worst nightmare, to make those limiting beliefs drop away? As a parent, I can't think of anything worse than being in that situation. And, and I understand how shocking that example is. I can't think of many things that would be in worse taste. I can't think of many things that would be more shocking. I can't think of many things that would be more horrifying than, than that example. But I trust you understand why I use that example. Because it hit home to me. It hit home to me that, hey, these limiting beliefs are all in your head. They're all of your own construction. None of them are real. And if you just shed them, then you can do what you want to do. Then you can do anything you want to do. So let's just sum up on this Monday morning. I obviously, I don't know if it's Monday morning where you are, but let's just sum up on these two things. Firstly, think about what motivates you. Think about what your powerful motivation is. If you can't see right now a positive thing to pull you towards it, think about the negative stuff and get that to push you away. Use that negativity and use that discomfort to push you away from the situation. Once you find yourself moving away from the situation, you can probably lift your head up and say, hey, that thing over there, that looks pretty cool. That's what I want to do with my life. So you can then use that to pull you towards it. Because what you'll find is as you move further and further away from the discomfort, that pushing away, that, that force that's pushing you away will reduce, of course, because you're feeling less discomfort. So now you need something to pull you towards it. So now you need that positive thing out there that you can look at and say, hey, that's what I want. And as you move closer to that, you'll find that the, the gravitational pull of it, just like gravity, the pull of it will pull you close towards it. So as one force weakens, the force that's repelling you, that's pushing you away, that discomfort as that weakens, so the positive pull strengthens. So you will get to where you want to be. And on the other side of the coin, don't let those limiting beliefs stop you. I've just proved to you a couple of minutes ago, in a pretty shocking way, I'll admit, but I've just proved to you, those limiting beliefs are all in your head. They're all of your construction. You built those limiting beliefs so you can break them down. Look, if you think this has been useful to you, head over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. That way you won't miss another episode. Also, you can leave me a review, tell me what you like best about it, and leave me a bunch of stars as well. I always love to see a five-star review, not because it strokes my ego. It does, I say this every time, it does stroke my ego. It makes me feel great, particularly on a Monday morning. It's a lovely thing to see, a five-star review. But the reason I ask for that review and that rating is so that the podcast itself will move up in the rankings, and that will make it easier to find for other people who are looking for this sort of thing as well. So it's your way of paying it forward, shall we say. If you want to contact me directly and discuss it more directly, 
you can hit me up on Twitter if you can do it in 140 characters or less. That's at Aussie Air. But if you want to talk to me in more detail, email me, Aussie at whensmytime.com. And speaking of whensmytime.com, you can head over there and you can get access to a video that I recorded for you. It's, it's about 40 minutes long and in it I reveal the top 10 things I've learned since I decided back in 2010 to leave the corporate world behind. Thank you so much indeed again for listening and rest assured we'll be back to normal service. It won't be as shocking as this in the future. We'll be back to normal service on the uh, next episode. Thanks so much again. I've been Aussie Air founder of whensmytime.com and I'm here to tell you your time is now.